Welcome everybody, this is Sam from CrossFit RX, and I, never mind, let me redo that one. <laughs> I fucked that one up. You were looking at me and I was laughing. Yeah, I know, that's why. <laughs> Alright, you ready, Zach? Okay. Welcome everybody, we, we're here today at CrossFit RX. Um, we on episode number five of Hold the Standard. We have Aaron, Nico, Kelly, Zach, and me today. This is Sam. And uh, I'd like to welcome everybody and appreciate everybody listening to our podcast um, and weekly and to what we have uh, going here. We're trying to get this, this podcast moving every week, trying to gain more listeners. So I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, I do too. Me too. For what it's worth, it feels. It is, it is going feels. well. It's going well. So, uh, Interesting. This week we had a question from one of our, our listeners. Um, Ryan from the 404. <laughs> yes, Ryan. Uh, and how long has Ryan been here? Uh, well, Ryan is a member of the gym from the 404. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's a member of our gym, actually. Uh, I'm not going to mention his last name. We're going to keep that a little private. Ryan's been here uh, maybe, I, I'd say, three years. That's a good a good guesser for me. Anyway, we had a uh, we had a listener ask us a question this week on, and it's a pretty pretty interesting topic that uh, we're going to discuss today. And I think a lot of people who come to our our classes during the uh, week have this question. You know, last week we talked about the nine and fivers, and this week uh, was a more specific question on um, when, when, and how, and what are the strategies for. Uh, scaling an RX and when should you push yourself and when should you go RX and based on injuries or based on technique or, or whatever you're needing. Um, and I think we're, this needs to be addressed throughout the students and a lot of students to have this question. Um, and uh, I'll leave this open to the coaches today. Um, I guess starting with Kelly. What do you think um, is a good guideline and when should you ask a coach to scale your workout or to to adjust your workout and how to go about approaching that when you have an injury or you just want a different outcome from it. So, thank you, Sam. Could you please repeat the question? <laughs> when, <laughs> when does it make sense to scale? When does it make sense to scale a wide or you know or push yourself to a certain limit? So, uh, I think you have to go back to um, what you hope to get out of the workout and the program. Uh, some workouts are designed, uh, you know, to be a little bit heavier and to be a little bit more of a slugfest. Some are designed more for um, high power output. Um, you know, a workout like Fran should be approached very differently than a workout like a heavy Fran. There you go. You have the same workout with two uh, very different variations and, um, you know, you, your approach is a little bit differently. So I think you have to ask, yeah, I think you have to look at uh, uh, the, the workout by design. Um, a a, a five-minute workout should never take anybody 25 minutes because they wanted to do it RX. Um, and then you also have to look at uh, if their gains are geared more towards, um, you know, just a, a high level of conditioning um, versus if they're looking to um, hit some strength gains. Um, so, you know, you have to take into consideration their goals, but I would say in most cases, uh, CrossFit workouts are designed, uh, and CrossFit in general is designed uh, around intensity. So um, I think you have to look at the spirit of the workout, and in most cases, um, they should be quick, and you should be able to 
to move. And uh, the hard part should be conditioning, not can I pick up this damn bar. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody has a, if somebody, one of your students or one of your people in your class come to you and they, and they don't know what or how they should go about this, they say, okay, you know, I'm looking for, I'm looking to improve my power clean. You know, should I go less weight or should I go more weight? Um, say you have a, a, I would say you should clean more often. Clean more often. Yes. Yeah. I don't think you should look to improve a right. one rep max clean via um, in a Metcon. A Metcon. You right. should never be trying to work out. Yeah, improve all. technique or, or any of that in the middle of a Metcon. Because so you're going to be getting upwards of you know, 30, 40, 50 reps in a Metcon. Or so Kelly's a Metcon programming is not a thousand the, reps. A Metcon, a Metcon <laughs> long is warm not up. the place to be improving your technique. Yes, Metcons are not the place to improve your technique. That's where warm up and, and, and strength. Uh, sets and, and that type of stuff. Except on 15.1B. Right. <laughs> or Kelly's favorite. Kelly's yeah. favorite, the best yeah. program to work out. No, yeah, that really made a whole lot of sense. But the other thing is that um, from a programming standpoint, uh, the, the general rule is that you program for your top, the, the top 1% of your athletes in the gym. You know what I mean? So you, you program so that it's modifiable and scalable down. Um, but most people... Uh, almost everybody, nobody's going to be able to scale up from it. So, you know, I feel like if you walk into the gym and you look at a workout and you say, damn, that's heavy, you don't need to be trying to do it. You know, like if you, if you can't, if you look at something and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I can do Fran. You know, if Nico looks at, a, at Grace, he's not going to think twice about it. He's just going to load up his bar and go. But if you walk in and you never look at it. Grace, you've never done Grace? That not, blows my mind, really. Not what? Like, not like, no. Is, uh, so if it is, is a crazy. if it crazy is a time. manageable weight, you say say you you come into the board and you have a weight that's on there and you're like okay I can get this, um, that's when you should push for time. Well, I always tell people it's not about whether you can get it once or twice or right. even ten times. Can you get it thirty times? You right. know what I mean? Like it's not it's not the warm ups always feel great. Right. Warm ups for the most part always feel great. You always feel like everything is great. This is going to be the day that I RX ran. You know. I try to get people to approach a, um, a workout in a specific time domain. And yeah. I say, I try to tell people that, you know, in the beginning, you know, we were doing our little pregame chatter. Um, this is not a 30 minute workout. Right. All right. This is a like 28 minute workout. Right. <laughs> <You get it. laughs> no, I, I tell them, uh, you know, this is okay. not, um, you know, if you're, if you have to do one rep at a time, you know, this is probably going to be a little bit more of a slugfest yeah. than this workout is designed. So we need and we need to go. try to be in that, you know, 15 to 18 minute time yeah. domain. So scale weights and um, movements accordingly. And the only exceptions are um, really gymnastics movements. Uh, let's say pull-ups where you have a guy or handstand push-ups where you have some part, somebody who can get up there and do 15 unbroken handstand push-ups. Where uh, another group, you know, is doing three, four in sets of five. And then eventually they kind of uh, really diminish. Now they should. Um, yeah. Probably go to some form of scaling as well. Um, Pull-ups would probably be a better example. Yeah. You know, somebody can open up with a set of 20, and another people, another person has to do sets of two and three the whole way through. Right. Um, you know, the difference between since we just got done with Memorial Day, between a you know 40-minute Murph and an hour-long uh, an hour Murph is, you know, the people who are breaking pull-ups in sets of 15, and the people who are breaking it up into two, three reps at a time. So one push-up yes. at a time. So when does it make sense oh, for yeah. that person to go in and scale that workout? Uh, when they start to uh, lose the integrity of the workout, when it starts to become, um, you know, a 
a grind, or when it starts to become something different than how that workout you know should be right. attended. But at the same time, it's not like it's uh, it, it's just a different result from the same workout. It's not like it's you know a fail. Like you walk out of here and say, I didn't do Fran in under four minutes. Right. That was a fail. You know what was I doing? Um, There's going to be a fall off anyway. I mean, you know, even the the I mean, for the most part, most athletes are going to find themselves tailing off towards the end of the workout. And uh, when you're talking about stuff like dips and handstand push-ups, technical, highly technical movements, you're not metabolically failing. You're, you're, it's muscular it's failure. You know what I mean? It's, you, those are hard to recover from, push-ups. You know what I mean? Like when your triceps are done, your triceps are done. Like, I mean, one, one good way to ensure uh, not you know, failing is to just do what Nico did today and come in and, re and really just don't do anything. <laughs> He didn't fail. No, he, did not no, fail. he didn't fail. He won, I mean, actually. Yeah, he won he, the recovery game. He beat game. us all. He hooked up to better. some, you know, electro machine, and he's walking out of here like a, <laughs> feeling like a champ. Like a G. He's pumping his boobs right now. None of yeah. us can even do that because, you know, they're already they're in a well, constant gonna, state. Well, he, he, they have to win their match this weekend. By the way, Nico's in the finals of the Sagal, uh, Sagal. League uh -huh, Yeah, yeah, yeah so you should check that out in yeah. uh, Columbia, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, uh -huh. Atlanta Assassins. Home of the Colombian. So if he doesn't, if yeah, if he doesn't do shit today, I'm perfectly okay with that. As long as he can, if y'all don't look at him on Instagram, you need to look at him doing his 275 jerks turntable style, mm -hmm. um, going around in a circle doing his jerks. It's, I don't think too many people can uh, can yeah can do that. So circle, I challenge somebody to do that. Circle jerking. Circle jerking. Yeah. Circle. <laughs> <laughs> on the going back, uh, now that we've derailed. Um, we talked about scaling weights and, and movements. There's also something to be said to occasionally, and this would be the the five percent of your workout to uh, the times you work out to challenge yourself and say, let's say 185 clean and jerk. Right? You can power clean, push jerk it comfortably in a warm up, and then you're in the middle of a workout. What's going to happen? Right? When you're stressed, when you just sprinted 400 meters, can you do it again? When you just got off of a 500-meter row, can you still clean a jerker? So there's something to be said to occasionally challenge yourself and say, well, I've never done this before. Let me see what happens. You know, But you need to have the self-control to then analyze the situation and be like, I got it. I can keep going. You know, right. Or I got it, but it was super sketchy, and I'm running the risk of really hurting myself. Or not doing what the workout is and making it four times longer. And same can be true for gymnastics. You know, If the person has the most muscle ups they've linked were five, right? And now they get in a workout and the, the workout starts with five muscle ups. What are they gonna do? Do they wanna try to go for all five, which is basically a max, or you know, go three, two, or do five singles? So that's a, that's a decision that they, that they need to make. Occasionally, I think it's cool, and I tell people this, rarely just go all out, see what happens. You know, Get on that row, open up with 500 meter sprint, and then see how you feel doing whatever the next movement is. It's all in the first row. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's again, that's the, the smaller percentage. Of course, yeah. most of the time you want to be conservative and smart and things like that, but there is, I would say, a time very rarely to try something that you've never done before just to see. That's a, that's a very great approach. Yeah. And, and to, hit on, to hit on sort of what the question was asking, too, when you come in and, and, you, and you take the mindset that Nico just described there, do you... 
do you compete against everybody else or are you really no. competing about yourself? Do you drop that ego and say, okay, this workout is for me? You're never supposed yeah. to be competing against anybody else. I think. But CrossFit does breed that competition. I know, you know. But I think it's important to say it over and over and over again that you, you should not be actively competing People get against lost somebody in else. That. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the whiteboard. If for for all that it does bring positive, is the devil. It it does breed a um, a you know a sense of competition that you you really want to try to steer people away. Well, it from. ranks it ranks everybody. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can go back on Wattify and you can be like, well, I was yeah. 101st out of 101. But right. People, but people you know? find themselves walking in here, and just like Quinn was talking about earlier. Uh, they walk in and they say, well, I usually hang out with so-and-so on this workout. Right. So I'm going to do what so-and-so did. All right? Well, so-and-so went about 70 pounds too heavy in nine <laughs> minutes too long. And he won't be here for the rest of the like week. garbage exactly. doing yeah. it. And I had to go over and strip his weights and, right. you know, clean right. up his vomit for him. Um, now, we didn't put that in Wattify. <laughs> Quinn comes in and is like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. Wow, he did that? Really? Yeah. Um, so they come in, and uh, it becomes a, well, I'm going to do just a little bit more. I'm going to do just a little bit more. And then everything is, you know, uh, a little out of. You're uh, lost. Yeah. Right. You get lost. So, so you would recommend yeah. check your ego at the door, make the workout. For that you. is a very uh, uh, frequently used term in, in, in CrossFit is check your ego at it's the door. It's number one. Yeah, it really is. And another one is that you're only competing against yourself. It sounds and cheesy and corny. It really does. But those I, are I very, like, those are it's, very, it's those true. are very true. Yeah, it's um, very, very true. Uh, you know, they, people would find that they're going to be a lot more successful yeah. uh, and a lot more, um, you know, uh, comfortable doing this once they, uh, you know, once they, you know, they, they really are able to grab hold of that perspective. That, oh, and I, I think agree. for me, you know, I found that. There's a certain limit of what you were talking about, Nico, that you push yourself, you challenge yourself. But for me, I want to make it in tomorrow. I want to exactly. make it in the next day. You know, I don't want well, to. you have to be smart about it. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to try to walk up to a weight I've never hit before in the middle of a workout 30 minutes in. You know, you got to be smart about it. But 15.1 B. A. We actually did all. Was it A or B? B. A. B. That was 15.1 and 15.1 A. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. I had that wrong there. That's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so, so we did all PR, which was cool. We did all yeah. PR. Did. Yeah. So in By response one to the listener's question today, you know, I think, I think you should talk to your coaches. Really, really have them involved. That's what the coaches are here for. Right. You know, well, that's, that's what you're paying for too. Um, yeah. yeah. But Ryan from the 404, uh, to answer your question, there is not a single answer. There are um, many different approaches, and uh, you know, it's not as black and white as when do I scale, and um, you know. Well, yeah. I, I so get the question a lot so. at AK. I, I mean, they, I, I pretty much field this question every single day in every single class that I coach. Is like, what should I be doing today? What is the weight I should be doing? And I, I don't know whether I'm good or, or bad at it at this point, but I do know that as a coach, and, and Kelly and Nico can, I'm sure, attest to this, we see and we know the members probably better than they know themselves, mm -hmm. all right? Because you're thinking you can do something, but I'm watching you warm up, and I know you can't do that. You know what I mean? I, not that, you know, maybe your technique is messed up, but you look tired, and, you know, you're, there's, there's little things that you don't see in yourself that we see because we know you. You know what I mean? So I think it's important, even if you maybe are unsure or you have a handle on it, just say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And I'm sure that any of us would be 
anybody, you know, in the gym would be willing to say, yeah, uh, I don't know, maybe you should go as Nico, you know, like, or yeah. this is what you should when do. When in doubt, don't be afraid to ask. always redirect, um, you to know, Nico. towards another coach or Nico. <laughs> or Nico. Or Nico. What? I think this is a uh, natural time to segue into our uh, next topic of discussion, which is... Well, um, I was going it, it sort of blends in with what Ryan was saying, the science behind it. You know, Greg Glassman created this off of, off of physics. CrossFit is basically a physics formula. You know, a greater amount of work in a short period of time produces more results. You know, you, know, you go into the formula work, <laughs> four times <laughs> distance over time. I really you know, just blacked so, out. So you, uh, yes. So you decrease, Speaking you decrease out. or increase one of the variables in the system, and you change the amount of work output. Yes. So, so for our listener, you know, make it your workout. Make the amount of work you want to put in that workout. Make you know, make it yours. If you want to be stronger, if you want to be faster, you know, decrease one of those variables in that in that physics formula. You know, because it is, you know. CrossFit it is science. It is. It is. Um, you know, it goes into the principles of moving weight for a certain period of time over over distances. And you know, and for all the science majors out there, you, you decrease one of the variables and get more output. So you know, the amount the amount of work output we have during a workout is based on your on your workout after how you make it your yourself, not the partner next to you. Whether he's doing more work or I'm doing more work. You know, and if you have an injury, you know, scale it down. You know, you like I said, you longevity. You want to be here for the rest of the week. You know, I'm I'm battling with a shoulder injury. I didn't do muscle ups the other day. You know, I chose to scale mine back. You know, I tried to muscle up. I could get two or three of them, but I didn't. I didn't force myself into an injury because, again, I want to be here the rest of the week, and I want to continue working out. And you know, it's something that I'm working forward, mm -hmm. working toward. You're a wise man, Sam. Mm -hmm. Wise, mm -hmm. wise Sam beyond wise. your years. Sam wise. So uh, another years. another question uh, from a local coach is, we had, uh, you know, it's another topic of discussion. What do you do um, when you have a, a client, um, you know, come to you and they're crying? I can't hear you. What do you do with the crying CrossFitter? <laughs> what are they crying about? Give him a bandaid. Yeah. <laughs> give him a fitting. Give him a straw. Let's talk, about, a let's talk about the crying crossfitter. Do you really want me to answer no, this? No, seriously. No. Uh, I was kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> I was about to say, it happens, well, I think. it does happen a lot. But I, one thing that we did miss is I would like to welcome Aaliyah to the program. Hey. Aaliyah. Hey. hey, say hi. Say hi. Oh. oh. <laughs> and DeAndra, who was bench pressing. Five by three at 250 NBD. That's a hashtag. And got her first NBD. muscle up. And got her first muscle up. And got her first muscle up. Yeah. Check out um, uh, uh, her Instagram at 24DBoss. 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 Boss. Y'all can't see her whip, but that shit is serious <laughs> outside. That whip is so crucial, man. Mm. I don't know thready. if y'all know what I'm talking about, but her car. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> her car yeah. is uh, uh, very. Don't worry. Nice. I was I was gonna uh, yeah. I was gonna dumb it down a little. I was gonna I was gonna. Oh, you were gonna clean it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. The whip is fresh though. What does that cool. mean, Kelly? It's cool. Yeah. There you go. Car, cool, the cool car, car is attractive. The car is attractive. <laughs> this is a this is a very nice car that's pleasing drives. to the eye. It is pleasing. <laughs> this vehicle is pleasing to yeah. my cornea. So yeah, we we uh, Aaron is our uh, Aaron is our rebbit. Yeah. Aaron's our resident Urban Dictionary over here. So I am. She, Aaron, she pretty much breaks down what is every hip-hop song, every yeah. Drake lyric, every sometimes even Lil Wayne stumps her. I try to, I try to keep it, keep it fresh in here. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. 
and try to try to learn learn the youth. Yeah. Actually, if anybody does, if anybody does actually know what Little Wayne is saying or talking about, would you please um, tell Nothing. us? He's on, not talking about on uh, holdthestandard.com yeah. Facebook. Yes, check out our Facebook page. We're uh, the more likes we have, and, and we have links to our iTunes. The closer as well. we get to Lil Wayne coming on the podcast, yeah. we'd like to spend the next eight <laughs> minutes uh, giving a shout uh-huh. out to our sponsors. Uh-huh. Eight minutes. Eight. <laughs> oh. uh, so we can move into our next uh, topic. Now that that's discussion. over. Now that we got that out of the way. Welcome back. Here we go. And we're back. But, okay, so let's go back to our topic today about scaling and pacing. Uh, pacing a workout. How would you pace a wide? How would you, or would you even recommend pacing a wide? Or would you, you know, uh, if you know if it's a it's a 25 minute workout versus a 10 month 10 minute workout? The classic wide pacing question. Yes. I would like to, the record to show when I said when to pace and when not to pace, Nico replied, what is pacing? <laughs> so. <laughs> that's what lions, that's what lions do. He, he said, what that's is what, wad? That's what really what angry people do. They pace. They really, they just pace back and forth. I pace before the workout. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-pacing. Pre-wad pacing. Pre-pacing. Oh, you mean I, warming up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait for that creatine. Creatine's yeah. kicking in. It's kicking in. So would you I, tell somebody uh, to, to... It depends. I mean. it, it depends. Yeah. I, I was told a long time ago by a, uh, somebody that I used to work for um, at another gym around here that uh, you get the greatest training effect um, when you just go as hard as you can. Essentially, you're going as fast as you can up the cliff, and then you fall off the cliff. And each <laughs> time you do it, you get up the cliff a little faster or you can have a higher the cliff gets sustain. A little longer. Yeah, the cliff gets a little longer. You can sustain your intensity a little bit longer. So. The one minute assault bike challenge. <laughs> I would encourage all of you to so do it. I'm not ever doing that. The distance stays the same but you're, you're, you're decreasing the amount of time. So you have a more workout put. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that is what I'm saying. I, yeah, I was, I was Or increasing s- the distance and, t- and time. Yeah, yes. I was going to say that. Yeah. Instead, output, I just said the right? cliff. Yeah. Yes. So it's you know, <laughs> the same thing. Well, if the cliff stays the same and, and you're going up the same amount of weight, moving the same amount of weight up the hill, mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is get faster, right. which would make more work output and make it more effective. Right. Speed exactly. kills. Speed kills. Yeah. Speed in a lot of different I'm still, ways. I'm still trying to figure out a faster way to get up the hill <laughs> from the cliff. You just, get a, car. you just get a bigger engine. Somebody told me yesterday, a bigger engine never slows the car down. And I was like, that that's is the lie. best analogy. That's, they're heavy. No. That's a lie. Heavy that's engines. That's not true. They got more horsepower. Yeah, they got more, they got more, more horsepower. Hey. Well, that goes hey. into body weight and strength ratio right there. Yes. Yeah. Holds yes. more fuel, takes more gas. Well, that's why, that's, that's, that's where nutrition it's the whole, comes in. Uh, uh, that's where nutrition rice, comes rice in. Rice rocket versus uh, muscle car. <laughs> I mean. The Prius well, like, versus the Gran Torino? It's like, it's like me. What? Or whoever. Running a mile or squat. Bigger's not always better. No, it's not. It's not. But, a, it's but I it. think it's very true that a bigger engine never slowed the car it, down. From what I hear, <laughs> it is. Uh, wow. Yeah. Right. This is just all hearsay. It's, it's all hearsay. This one's definitely yeah. getting an explicit. I hope my sister's not listening. <laughs> so I my mother's not listening. <laughs> we're gonna bring this back around. Again. Yeah, we got off topic. But I, I, I would. Uh, <laughs> I think pacing is a, is a difficult thing to, to kind of approach. I have one of our uh, coaches at AK is a distance ape. She loves distance running, meaning like on Saturdays and Sundays, either one of those days, she will run between 15 and 17 miles. Like that's just her thing. 
she just loves to run, blah, blah, blah. So when she gets into a 15 minute or more longer workout, she starts pacing it. She doesn't know, that's just how her body starts to you know, react. She doesn't even know she's doing it. And it's like, go, you know, like go faster. And she's like, oh yeah, you know? So I'm not, I would never tell somebody all out, like this is what you should do right, out, right away. But I mean. Make it beneficial to yourself. Yeah. Make Going all out from the beginning can mean the difference between, you know, a 10-minute workout and a 22-minute workout, honestly. And when, when you ever, if you have a doubt or you have a question, you know, that's something that CrossFit RX is, is, is good at. They have coaches here. We have coaches that you can approach and you can ask. And we have what? How we many coaches, coaches per class pretty much? Three or four? Most of the time? Uh, well, we seven. have a bunch of coaches yeah. in every class, yeah. but we really have two coaches. They're around. Yes. You know hanging out you anyway, always have a bunch of classes around yeah um if you want some one-on-one -on -one attention though um at nico vandervoort <laughs> hashtag conjugate okay. find, find him on instagram speaking of conjugate training send him a dm if that's what you want oh we're having a um west side barbell powerlifting certification CrossFit. this is a crossfit.com certification is it west side June 13th and 14th. It's conjugate, dude. Huh? It was Westside Barbell. It's conjugate. It's Crossing conjugate. Power, it's powerlifting. Yes. yes. It's powerlifting. It was Westside Barbell last time. And when, Louis used to teach it. When is it? When is the seminar? It's, it's coming up soon, right? You're going to get beat up, dude. Huh? June 13th, June He's 14th. It's Saturday and Sunday? Yes. Oh, it's whatever those days are. The 14th and the 15th. Sam is pacing. No, it's 13th, 14th. Sam is pacing. Yes, it is the 13th and 14th. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you got the date right because you didn't get the name of the cert right. But yeah, I did. <laughs> powerlifting. CrossFit, CrossFit, powerlifting. CrossFit you powerlifting course. Anyways, you can find the information on CrossFit.com under the certifications. If you're, if you're interested in taking it there, we, uh, we would recommend you stopping in and, and taking it. I think it's, uh, I don't know the exact price of it, but you can check out on the $5.95. Um, it's a very good cert. It's, um, you know, I've you, been to a lot of them. I won't say, uh, well, I haven't been to a lot. I've been to a good half dozen. And um, this is the best one. I'm not going to tell you the others because I don't want to downplay them. But this has was my favorite. Yes, and they have, you know, two of the greatest lifters here in America. You know, yeah. One of them, Matt Laura. Yeah. Strongest woman in the world. So she'll you be get here. guaranteed lunch breaks at Flying Biscuit with them. Ooh, it's it's going to happen. Pizza. Yeah. We, should have them on, we should have them on the podcast. Well, you know, Hopefully we will. cool kids. <laughs> All the cute kids. So. Cool kids. Cool kids. All right, well, um, I think it's about time for us to wrap this one up today. But I do like to appreciate everybody, and I hope I, we approached the question um, and answered the question as we should. We appreciate everybody, too. We appreciate everybody. We all appreciate everybody. Yeah. Even Zach over there. Yeah, talk about <laughs> <laughs> You. Bye. <laughs>